When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back to another week. Happy Monday. Happy flipping Monday, you guys. I love Mondays. Ew. I know. I cannot with you for that. I, I hate Mondays. I literally love Mondays so much. They're like a fresh stretch of the week. Today's Tuesday, right? No, today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. We're recording on a Wednesday. And it's just not as good. Like, I just love a fresh... I love you good hump day. Oh, okay, Jamie. I'm feeling day. saucy. What do you like about hump day? I don't know. You're just like almost done. You're almost done. You're almost done. I get, I get it. Tuesday's for sure the worst day of the week. I kind of agree with that, actually. Like, t- Tuesdays suck. Tuesdays do suck. I will say Thursdays are a close sucky second. second. I agree. But I tend to have a lot going on on Thursdays. Honestly, Monday through Thursday suck. Okay. But so you just hate your life. <laughs> my life four days out of the week okay four out of seven days my life is literally the worst <laughs> jamie lives for the weekend i live for the weekend party okay. girl it's because you have your husband yeah exactly. on the weekend exactly yeah i get it go get crazy it. dj asked me the other day he was like so when can i go fishing again and i was like in your dreams so i said when can i go to california again well we have to go in like a week but I'm not going by not myself. I'm going with him. I mean, yeah, with him. Yeah. He's like, I need to go camping again. Like, since when are you like a camper? Like, when did that, when did that hobby start? And how do we get it to stop? DJ has the worst hobbies in the entire universe. Can you agree with that? I mean, no. What? <laughs> You're supposed to have my side. Why do you think that? Well, okay. Think about the hobbies that he likes to do. First of all. He likes to go play like basketball, which you talked about this with Justin too. Basketball's not like a go for like 30 you can't minutes to go an hour. for an hour. No, you have to go for minimum two hours. Mi- minimum. Minimum. No. And, and it's way longer than two hours. Yeah, I agree. DJ wants to go snowboard, which is an entire day long event. Okay, that's horrible. It's horrible. Same with camping. Yeah. I'm like, why, why do you need to be gone for 24 hours? See, the thing is, Justin likes camping, but I also like camping. I would go camping with him. He just wants to go with his friends. Tell him to invite you next time. Well, I know, but camping with kids is not as nice. You guys had a camper. That's easier. Uh, we like our time better. We freaking sold our camper. You did sell your camper. That was short-lived. <laughs> it was, was so very, cute. Be short-lived. What was the reasoning behind selling that? Because it was too much work to have to put it together and take it down every single time. Yeah. Like a tent is literally five times easier. I, it's not camping. I don't mind camping. I would camp with like Payson's age 
Pierce seems hard to camp with. Why? You just put him in jammies. You have a pack. No, I just mean like he's going to be running around the entire time. Yeah. And like getting into dirt and stuff. Yeah. Rossi was filthy. But that's the fun of it. It's like fun. But like DJ wants to get up at 5 a.m. and go fishing. Yeah. No, that's not. Yeah. That's what he does every time. Yeah. And like that's the fun to him. And I'm like so over these like you have to go for like an entire day. Like if you're going snowboarding, you're getting up at 6 a.m. Tell him to get up at 5 a.m still go fishing but minus the camping part i know but that's like the fun of it like that's the fun part he doesn't want to just get up at 5 a.m and go fishing he wants to camp and have a whole bro thing and then get up at 5 a.m and then get up at 5 a.m and then yeah. he gets home at like noon but then he's worthless because he's tired and you're like no 5 a.m yeah so this whole camping thing babe if you're listening no we're done <laughs> we're just kidding done. he just loves camping so Anyway, such an outdoors guy. So, Pretend. Would you ever call him an outdoors guy? No, never. <laughs> it's so not on brand for DJ. But hey, we love we love, we a, love a guy. Man. We love a guy that has a hobby. We, do we though? We love. I have his has hobby. hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. <Do> we <laughs> Honestly, same. He wishes. He wishes he could do that for twenty four hours. Okay. Anyway, weekly <laughs> recap. <laughs> Jamie, oh, anything gosh. exciting happened this week? No. Yes. <laughs> Maybe started school this week. That's exciting. It's exciting. It was sad, but exciting. You didn't think you were going to be sad. I literally was like, I'll be fine. Walk us through the emotions. I just of the walked day. her into her classroom and then turned around and there, there, there I was by myself without my sidekick. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. I know. And she was late because we had to take her to the ENT because she has to get her tonsils removed. So we were doing a consult for that. And so when I walked her, I had to like walk her back into her classroom. Usually I just do like a drop off and her teacher has like a whole line of kids out there. Anyways, so I had to drop her off at her classroom and take her in and it was sad. Was she sad? She was not. She was so excited. And there was the cutest little girl that was sitting on the ground. They were like reading a book and her teacher goes like, say, everyone say hi, Navy. And so everybody was like, hi, Navy. And the little girl was like, sit by me, which was cute. cute. So, but today she was sad and that made it hard because, because yesterday when I had to walk her in. And so today, wait, has she been going for three days? Yeah. Yesterday you dropped her off. Yesterday I dropped her off, but like her teacher walked everybody in, but because she was like the last student to be walked in. So her teacher walked in with her, but today she was like the first student. So she had to walk to the classroom by herself and she was crying. She was so sad. She didn't know where she was. She didn't know how to get to the classroom. Oh, poor baby. And so it was sad. Dude, but she loves school. She like, loves it. It's a big change. It's a it big is. adjustment for the kids. I but feel she's like, like maybe so like, she's like, okay, what are we going to do after school? I'm like, dude, school is like your activity for the day. Like, you're welcome. Like, we're not doing anything after school. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You're like, she's like, I want donuts and I want. Oh, yeah. She wants to get a treat every day after school. I'm like, you go to school five days a week. Oh, I can't do that. I can't I, get you a treat. Every I'm school. down. I just need to pick the treat. <laughs> I'm crying. No, I Payson did that too. And even after school every day, she thinks because grandma's brought her home twice mm. that every day I pick her up. She's like, where's grandma? And I'm like, excuse me. I missed you. Excuse me. Do you care about like, me? Like, did you miss me? Like I sat at home thinking about you all day and you wanted grandma. She's like, no, I didn't miss you. No, she literally is like, I just thought grandma was going to pick me up. You don't pick me up. Grandma picks me up. I'm like, well, what if I want to pick you up sometimes? Like, I like walk into her class. I'm like, Payson. And she's like, she like looks at me and is like, I don't want to go home. She's like, where's grandma? Where's grandma? Like, literally Navy's always like, I don't want to go home. I want to go to Kenzie's. I want to go to Payson's. I want to go to Gigi's. I'm like, Kenzie's is cooler. Kenzie's is cooler. I'm the funniest. The funniest. I'm fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was an adjustment you. because Pace and I had school for two two weeks before before Navy did a week yes. and a half. Yeah, and we still had our babysitter come on the Fridays, and Pace was at school, and Navy was so bored. She was so sad. I didn't tell her that Pace wasn't going to be yeah, here. Yeah, that probably was smart because I didn't want her to cry. But you said it on the freaking phone, and she heard you. Sorry. And she got really sad, but she's good now. Our School's kids are good. Just school kids, except Payson's schedule. Can we talk about it for a second? Can we talk about it? Because it's a big part of my life right now, and I am so done with it. So she naps at her preschool, which is good. She needs naps. Like, it's fine. But she hasn't really been napping at home. And so we started school, and she's getting too much sleep, literally not going to bed. Like, I cannot get her to go to bed. It has been such a struggle. So I had to talk to her teacher and I was like, Hey, like how long is she napping for? Like trying to get her schedule down. And she was like, we nap for two hours and Payson's the first one to fall asleep and the last one to wake up. <laughs> like, so my daughter's so lazy. First You're like, of all, perfect. So she's sleeping for two full hours. She like doesn't do that at home. And so Bedtime has been a struggle because she's not tired. Well, it's funny too because you're like trying to do this bedtime routine, like create this perfect thing, and she's literally on like a mat on the floor in a bright lit classroom. So do I need to do that? Do I just need to get her like a mat to lay on her? Literally ground? a cot on the floor, not yeah. even a cot. It's literally no, it's, it's just like a little padded mat. It's a padded mat. It's like as plush as my rug is on. The no floor. sound machine, nothing. Yeah. How? 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 Like, how does she just like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Miss Monique was like, she just always is like the first to fall asleep. I'm sorry. Like what? She takes eight hours to fall asleep at bedtime. She literally last night was up at 11 o'clock and she's never done that. No, that's so crazy. It's so annoying. And so I talked to her teacher. They're going to limit naps to an hour for her and see if we can like. That'll be really good. I think. Adjust off of that. Yeah. I think two hours for not ever taking naps, not not ever, but like not normally taking naps. That's like a long time. It's a long so time. if you put her to bed at eight, okay, then you expect her to go to bed at least by 10 or 11. Exactly. Like, that's two hours of sleep that she normally would have gotten. She already got. Exactly. And so like it makes sense. But like yesterday she didn't have school and she still didn't go to bed till 11. Well, she did, but she had a nightmare. She did. Yes. So last night was weird because, yeah, she went to bed and then she had a nightmare, woke up freaking out. It was a whole thing. So. But she went to bed. She went to bed. Yeah. yeah. She did go to bedtime. So that was good. We've adjusted like a couple things and it's like kind of kind of working. But school has been a schedule changer. Yeah. I don't think I realized how big of like an adjustment it was going to be. Also, like having to wake Pierce up in the morning. Oh, yeah. It's that's thrown, the worst He's part. needed a nap earlier yep. because he's waking up Dude, earlier. I know. I put Rosie down at 930 today. I'm Which like, is so not like her. No. I'm like, her nap is at noon. But she was so cranky. I was like, I'm done. Dude, there's nothing worse you than need having to like figure out kids' naps. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Navy's getting her tonsils out. Yeah. That's, that's kind of everything we leave for Canada. Which I'll be in Canada when this episode airs, actually. <laughs> we leave for Canada this Friday. So. I'm going to be so bored. I know. Like, literally, I have no other friends. You better get your crap done because last time I <laughs> left somewhere, you, I came home and you're like, oh, sorry, I'm really busy. I have this and this and this to do. I'm like, are you kidding me? Wait, when was like, that? Like, why didn't you get it done while I was gone? Well, maybe I couldn't have. Yeah, you could have. What was it? I don't know. It was random crap. Well, I have to, like, carry Adobe Lane on my shoulders while you're gone. Well, you signed up. I did not <laughs> sign up for that. You're leaving and you're like, go to LA, pick up everything. And then also we're going to have a photo shoot and I'm not going to be there. So you're going to have to facilitate the entire photo shoot. Also send out PR boxes. Also match all of every inventory up in size wise. No, you're and not doing that. I'm no, doing I'm not, that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's not a job for me. 
But you can facilitate stuff good. So I can, I can delegate. Good. I can you be delegate. like, you do this, you do this, you do this. Yeah, you can go to the photo shoot and be like, you're smiling. Take a photo. I can do that. <laughs> Definitely can do that. Organization might not be my jam. But yeah, wait to organize till I Jamie's here. leaving until the 21st. Is that right? Yeah. So the 21st and then the launch party is on the 26th. Yeah. So we'll we'll be fine when I get – well, I'm also moving. No, we'll be fine. Jamie's oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm moving, so – Sorry for us to hear it on the Codependent Podcast, but... Yeah, Jamie hasn't really talked about moving. I'm moving to Canada. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Imagine if you just told me that on the podcast. I would have literally turned the podcast off. I would have quit. I'd be so out quit of here. the Codependent right now. No, I'm out. I'm just going to do the Dependent Podcast by myself. The Dependent. I'll have the co- the co-podcast if you move to canada i have no friends nobody likes me without you like, oh same i Kenzie, literally have, I have had no friends i have no friends i hang out with you and if i'm not with you i'm with my husband like i don't think people understand the codependency but it's not even us like it's literally <laughs> the thing is it's not me and you it's nobody else wants to be our friend because we're so close i know it's honestly it sucks. It's a blessing and a curse because the blessing is each other. We have each other. It's great. It's fantastic. I yes. love you. And I think everybody would so want much. something like that. But but also then the negative aspect of it is we're always together and people feel like we're leaving them out. Yes, exactly. But then people also think we don't care about their friendship as much as we care about our own friendship, which gets murky, guys. It gets real does. murky real quick. And it's not ever like this big drama. It's just no. we can sense these people that we're friends with feeling like we don't like them as and we much. we like become to know who our closest friends are because those are the ones that don't care that we're so close and yes, Jamie. they support it and they are okay to always hang out with us and I feel like we too we try really hard when we're in group settings like we sit not next to each other yeah or we're like if we do sit next to each other we don't just like sit and talk to each other we yeah, like it's not like that. talk to the group we never make it like that so Wow, I don't know. I you can't move to Canada, but I'm not moving back to Canada. We're just moving to a different house in Gilbert. We um, got a good offer on our house, so we're selling it while the market is still good. And such an investment, girly. Such you're an in your, you're in your investment, investment era. era. This is literally what I was gonna say. <laughs> and my money making era. I wish. Yeah, so we're just gonna sell. And we're just going to rent for a year until Justin is, well, Justin will be done before a year, but we're going to rent for a year to kind of figure out where we're at, where our podcast is at, where our, our companies are at and go from there. Do you feel like you outgrew your house? Oh, very quickly. Very quickly. Like two dogs and two kids. It's 1200 square feet. It's not very big. Yeah. Like I'm very grateful for it. And I'm so happy we got to like buy a house when we did, but it's definitely very small for us and I just I need a yard like more than anything that's like all that you I do care what your about. dogs need I do for my kids too it's gonna be winter and they're just gonna be trapped in the house yeah I like, would say like my winter kids- here is the best because yeah. they're outside all day but like I need them to be able to go play outside I get that no I totally get and that. even like in the summer it's like I we have like the water table and I tried to like have a sprinkler but it's just like so small we have like a tiny little courtyard it's not fun for them to hang out back there they get bored in five seconds yep. like they need just like more to do. I get and that. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, I haven't really said it on Instagram or anything. We've just, I've been in like crazy mode trying to get packed before we leave to Canada and then we get home. They move the day after they get we home. We move the day after we get home and then I'm literally leaving all boxes put together besides our bed and my clothes and going to focus on the launch party and launch day. When that's over, I will start to unpack. That's crazy. So we'll have this week of the podcast, which we already have like our, what we're talking about. And then yep. we'll have next week's episode, which we have to record a little bit later this week before you leave. Yes. And then after that, it'll be the launch episode. I know. 
Which is crazy. We're like so excited about that episode. That is going to be crazy. I can't believe it's already like coming that to quickly. that. I know. We like planned out months of the podcast and that I felt like was so far We were away. like, and we couldn't wait for that episode. I'm so excited. Because it's going to be like how our whole like business was built. and Yeah. A lot of people have asked, like I put on my question box the other day, like what podcast episodes do you want to see? And I got a lot In of people like starting a business. They wanted to see like, they wanted to see how we started a business. So I think it'll be good. Or like working together as like best friends and sisters and like how that dynamic works. Yeah. How do you like work off of each other's strengths and weaknesses? Um, Like who takes what roles? So we had a meeting today. <laughs> Me and Jamie had the Zoom call and it's just about something we can't talk about yet. But they, <laughs> I know, I hate that. They literally were asking us to like fight on the zoom call yeah and we were like uh 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 they were like we get it you guys are like best friends and like like haha ha, cute other. narrative but really but but really and we're like but really <laughs> they were like so like what's your guys is like you got like reenact your fight and we're like <laughs> we had a fight about a tank top in high school do you want us to talk about that like we had like one other fight which we talked about on bethany's podcast and so we actually talked about it on the zoom call but we also like had to like enhance it yeah we I know it was it was hard it was so hard and literally I'm wearing a jumper with like a a light gray shirt which that shows sweat and when we finish I have these huge pit stains because I'm so nervous I'm sweating I'm like it's so hot really overwhelming I was like both finished and I'm like I don't want to talk about that we finished and I was like I'm mad at Jamie because we just made up a fake fight (laughs) you're like wait I gotta talk to you later actually yeah so actually do you really feel that way that's literally how I felt I'm like I know I'm like trying to like come up with stuff like, uh, this bugs me that you do One time you were late. You were late and that really makes me mad. Yeah, they were like, who's bossy? Who's mean? Who's like the one that's always late? Like who's unorganized? Who like is annoying? Like they're asking us all these questions and we were like, um, uh, yeah, yeah we're like was, everybody on the podcast thinks that I am bossy and that yeah, that's I what am, we said. I'm like, well, Kenzie, ha- I'm the victim. So everyone keep thinking that, please. Except it's I am completely the opposite. Jamie bosses me around. And I'm I the just victim. Do whatever she says. <laughs> Pick me, girl. Jamie, <laughs> I'm dead. Literally, though. Oh my gosh. So I got a really funny DM. Well, I got multiple DMs. I'm so popular. I got a lot of DMs. <laughs> I'm so okay. I said that on my stories yesterday. I was like, I had thousands of people sending me this. And I was like, ew. Why did I say that? I'm always like, but it's weird to be like, I had someone, like one person. But then people are like, who cares if one person asked? Or like one person did this. So then it's like, I had a lot of people. But then it's like, I had hundreds of people. Does it bug you when influencers do that? Not at all. Me neither. Because I believe it. I know. But when I watch myself say it, I hate myself. Oh, me too. Me too. But I know that people get hundreds, thousands of messages. I did get so many about the Payson thing, the picture on that one website. Hey, I got a lot too, so. So I am also popular. (laughs) I've also got thousands. (laughs) The best is that people, when I don't reply to them, they DM Jamie. They're like, hey, Kenzie was wearing this black t-shirt two weeks ago and I DM'd her and she never replied. Can you tell me where her black t-shirt's from and also get me a discount code? I'm like, dude, I am not her personal assistant like leave me alone but no people literally will dm me hey sorry i haven't heard from kenzie could you get this link i'm like dude <laughs> i am, i think it's hilarious but the thing is jamie you respond to it i know i have to you're egging those people on I literally so they're have gonna to keep dming you <laughs> so stop answering no i can't i feel so bad 
Um, anyway, the hundreds of DMs that you got. The hundreds of DMs I got. No, when we did those little clips of the podcast, which I thought were really fun. Did you like them? I loved them. You hated them. I Oh, I did. I did, I did hate them. I liked the content. I hated the look. Yes, I get that. But I was okay yeah. with it. So anyway, we do those little clips. They're so fun. And I said in there that one of my biggest fears was that um, whenever I leave the room, people talk about me, like literally the second I leave the room. And I got so many DMs that people said like, okay, wait, isn't that normal? Like, doesn't everybody feel that way when they leave the room that people are gossiping about them? A hundred percent. I think everybody's talking mad, mad mad shit about me when I walk out (laughs) of the room. Like that's never even crossed my mind that people aren't talking about me. Oh, literally same. I will get up and go to the bathroom and I'm like, everybody at the table is talking about me. Do you ever wonder why I never go to the bathroom? (laughs) In any circumstance, I never go. Last night when I left to go to the bathroom with our group of friends, I went with Kendall. Me and Kendall went. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, everybody's talking crap about me. See, if you're there at the table, I'm good to leave. Because I'm like, no, you won't let that happen. Like, you wouldn't. Like, nobody. Oh, you don't think I'm going to talk crap about you? I for sure think you would. But you wouldn't. (laughs) Um, Okay. That kind of led us into what we are going to talk about today. Gossip. Gossip girls. Also, this week, something happened that was, I was thinking about gossip as well. Because somebody sent me a DM that they meant to send to somebody else, like, of my story. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they'll be they, like, like I, if I ever send somebody's story to somebody else, like to you, I, I make a hundred percent sure it's going to you me too. or I don't say anything. I wait for you to reply. And then I know like, then I know okay rather than me. being like, ew. And then they're like, wait, oh, you've definitely sent me something and said, ew. No, no, no. I have for sure. I, I make sure it's you, but I'm saying like, if, yeah, I am always so careful because what if you say like, if you accidentally just send them their story, you could be like, oh, oh I meant to reply sorry. with the heart. Yeah. Very easy cover up. Very easy. was like, I've been in that situation so many times. No, I've never done that, but that's my biggest fear. No, but it happens to me at least like once a week. Like somebody no. sends me my own story and says like something they meant to send to their friend, but they sent it to me and I'm like, oh, you were talking crap. Like you were for sure talking Blocked. Crap. <laughs> Immediate block. <laughs> okay, but my favorite thing is when you have a friend, like, okay. So, okay. For example. Hear me out. Listen to this. People that used to be mean to me and you, our friends would immediately block. Bethany, block. She's on that block button. Yes. If they said one mean thing about us, blocked. I agree with that. Instantly. So do you feel like that's a good friend trait? Yes. Okay. If somebody is talking crap about me to one of my friends, I hope they block them. I agree with that. I feel like when, especially when you're like best friends, like you can't put up with somebody talking about your other friends. Yes, I agree. Like, that just doesn't sit right with me. No. You need to dislike the people that I dislike and you need to dislike people that dislike me. <laughs> you can be cordial. I'm not asking you to like hate everybody I hate. Like that's fine. It's not even like we hate very many people no. either. There's very few people I would use that word with. Yes. Like maybe one or two. Yeah. Completely. I agree. Yeah. But I I feel like when you're really close friends, you can't like be friends with somebody that you don't like. Because to me, this is just personal. Maybe this is just insecurity. To me, if you're friends with somebody that dislikes me, they're going to talk crap about me to my friend. Yeah. And then that's hard. Like, then where, like, are you going to talk crap about me? Like. Exactly. Because that person is. Like, are you just going to join in? Because why not? Is that like an insecurity of friendship to feel that way? I know. I feel like gossip is like, it's a very fine line. Is gossip bonding? That's the question of the hour. I think it definitely is. I think it can definitely be bonding in, in a friendship. Like. 
if two people have a mutual, it doesn't even have to be about other people, but a lot of times it is. But if two people don't like the same person, it's easy to like bond over bond over that and like, oh, did this happen to me or they did this to me or they said this to me. And like, it's really easy to get like a relationship based off of that. And then, and also I feel like there's a level of like being able to say something and feel comfortable saying it rather than being like, oh, I can't say that around that person because I don't trust them. I completely get that. So I think that some forms of gossip do like build a t- like some sort of trust, trust. It, as far as like what I'm saying and like you not going to repeat what I'm saying. That's what I was going to say. I think it's the repeating what you're going to say because even if it's not gossip and I'm just telling you something about my life that has nothing to do with anybody else but is like a secret to me, like something I said to my husband or something that our family's doing or like Adobe Lane even. Like if I tell somebody about it and then they go and like spill the beans to everybody else, like I'm not going to trust them. Completely. And it's the same idea of like saying something like, I don't know, we're human. Like there's things people do that annoy me. Like yes. People annoy me all the time. Oh, and I wouldn't say that's like gossip. I could just no. say that person's annoying me. I wouldn't even say that's gossip. But let's say I went and told you like, oh, Kendall's being so annoying. And then you went and told Bethany, Kenzie thinks that Kendall is so annoying. Like yep. then what happens is that spreads across more and more and more and more people. It's and like I that game tr- of telephone and it gets like really muddy and you don't. And then it comes out being like, Kenzie literally said she hates you. She said you're ugly and she said you're annoying. Absolutely. And it's it like does. when like one time somebody annoyed you and then you said it. So it's like why I don't want other friends except for you because I trust exactly. you. And that's why making friends is also really hard. Yeah. Because I think trust is the hardest thing in a friendship. Oh, me too. I literally trust nobody. You literally trust me. I have made, that's part of my Enneagram, if you don't know that. I trust everybody and it comes to bite me in the ass every time. Once I'm, once I'm loyal to somebody, like, I trust them, but, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I have the opposite I'm issue. Not, I'm not a big trusting kind of gal. I'm like, trust is earned, not given. Yeah. That's my motto in life. I need to be more like you. <laughs> I just give away information, like nobody's business. I know. How? It's like everybody's business. How does that work for us? It doesn't because I get so mad at you because... You like to keep things private to yourself until it actually happens. Yes. And I'm like, why did I not know six months ago? Yeah. And it drives me freaking crazy because to me, it feels like you don't trust me enough to tell me. Does that make I sense? I get that. I get that. And yes. so for me, not even gossip, like far away from gossip, but just like life events. If somebody doesn't tell me a life event, I'm like, why don't you trust me? That's why I soft launch selling our house. I told you first. Like, I think that there's things that can be like really fun to gossip about, like, trends celebrities like all of that is like very harmless gossip of like you're just talking about like things and you're kind of gossiping about the latest things like whatever but then there is some points where it's like I do want to like gossip about this person because they did this to me and it's like it hurt my feelings or like do you think gossip is always untruthful no I think a lot of times people correlate gossip with like rumors yeah no I don't think so I don't think so either to me gossip is just like talking like bantering back and forth about something about somebody about a topic yeah like that to me is gossiping like usually I would say there's a negative connotation that I 100%. like there's a negative connotation around it it's not just like you're okay so I shouldn't say bantering you're not just bantering back and forth you're like you're talking about something in a negative connotation with it so like gossip is a negative thing but I think sometimes it's okay to have gossip to like get your frustrations out well and I also think it's okay to gossip when you're talking about a situation that happened to you exactly like, if it has nothing to do with like this person but like more of like have to do with well completely but I'm saying like this happened to me from this person like this person said this to me and it really hurt me and like but again you have to be able to trust the people you're talking to exactly because if you don't trust the people you're talking to then 
like you said, it's a game of telephone. Yep. They might have heard one side of the story and not the other side and the other person's side is completely different. And I think that like holding on to gossip, I'm just like creating this analogy in my head because I was thinking of like, so if you're like hanging on to like a snowball and like it's just going to melt, like it's gone. Like, and that to me is like an okay gossip. Like you're talking about it and then it's just going to go away. But then it like, gets bigger like the snowball effect yeah like that people talk about I mean, it, it gets, brings more people in. it gets more people drama. in and like that's where reddit comes in oh my gosh and reddit is like that to me is like i would never ever gossip or say one word about anybody ever again like if something had to turn into a reddit because like reddits are destroying they literally destroy people's lives they destroy people's careers they're so mean they pick apart everything people reddit do is like the main source of gossip it is and it's like it's but it's a, the worst sort of gossip because it's not with people it's you anonymous trust and it's anonymous yeah and so nobody can just like the game of telephone it can go back to one person you can always trace it back oh sydney told julie about this and then julie told stephanie about this and then stephanie told rachel and then rachel found out from jamie and it's like okay so it's back to rachel rachel yeah, did it exactly you know what i mean but on reddit no anything goes there's no tracing there's nothing and it's like destroying hurtful gossip like and that to me is where it's like no that's not okay like untruthfulness yeah it's where it's kind like of where the line exactly is that like small snowball that you're holding on to and you talk to your friend about and you're gossiping and then it melts and it's gone and like that's it that's like the the bonding or that's like the it's gone and it's not hurtful. It's not hurting that person because you're not starting rumors. What's the difference between venting and gossiping? I mean, I think gossiping is like a sort of venting. It's a sort of venting. Yeah. I think venting is more like, oh, this happened, but like I'm over it almost. Or like I needed to get this off my chest so I can move on. Whereas gossip is you want the other person's point of view. When you're venting to somebody, totally. you just want to leave it at them and you want to be done. That makes sense. So in gossip, you like want the other person you want the other like, person on your side yeah and if they're not on your side it's kind of hard you can't gossip it's a vent session and it's, then they're like i don't trust you and then telephone can happen worse oh my gosh <laughs> deep dive you guys deep diving into We're gossip deep gals this podcast is sponsored by better help you guys all know me and kenzie are huge advocates for mental health and always showing up for yourself we did talk about BetterHelp last week and got the best response ever i was surprised to see how many people just needed that small push to go to therapy we also love that we can openly talk about therapy, especially when life gets heavy and you really do need somebody to talk to. BetterHelp can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. And you guys all know that I did start therapy last week and it has been so good. I'm still so excited for my next appointment. We've talked about how sometimes in therapy, it can t take a few therapists to find the right fit for your needs. BetterHelp make it, makes it easy and free to change your therapist if needed. All of our schedules are so busy, especially as moms, but with better help, you can schedule times that work for you. And also you don't even have to have a camera on, which is the best. Plus better help is more affordable than traditional offline therapy. And there's also financial aid that's available. And on top of that, they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash codependent. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com com slash codependent okay this year has been our hot mom year you guys all know that we've been working out more focusing on our overall health going to the gym trying to eat healthy and of course tons of self-care I honestly was very surprised to see how many changes my body went through when I started working out I started to get headaches and feel fatigue 
which is the complete opposite of what you're supposed to feel when <laughs> you're working out. But it's because I was losing more electrolytes than I'd ever lost before because I was sweating more than I had ever sweat before. So that's when Kenzie and I started to use Element. And Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need to replenish all your electrolytes, lots of salt, and no sugar. When you work out, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium. And when it's not replaced, it's common to feel fatigue and have headaches. I have felt so much better since using Element. Way less headaches and way less fatigue. There's no junk, no sugar, no coloring, no gluten, no filler, and no BS. Element is definitely my go-to um, post-gym drink. I also will drink it at the gym in my water while I'm working out. It's the best when you have it in your drink and I have water. And then I go to grab a drink of your drink and I'm like, oh, that like was a, a nice, little, little, nice little hit. It felt, it literally like changes. It, it does. It gives me like a little boost of energy while I'm working out. While you're out. working out. It's, it's the, the best. best. So right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets completely free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash codependent. This deal is only available through our link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash codependent. And on top of that, it is completely risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a friend and they'll send you your money back with zero questions asked. You guys know that Navy started school this week and my schedule and her schedule, our family schedule has been super off. That includes mealtime. And bedtime. <laughs> and Kenzie's bedtime. But I needed to find a hack to have successful dinner times that were also affordable because eating out can get super expensive, especially with Rossi. So that is when <laughs> Kenzie and I both agreed because we're codependent that we had to get every plate. At first, I was very skeptical thinking meal kits might be expensive, but now I'm convinced you can get the same deliciousness at a much lower price. Our mom hack that we just started to try and we had to share is every plate. Every plate is a meal kit that comes with pre-portioned ingredients to help you get a delicious meal on the table without breaking the bank. It's 25% cheaper than grocery shopping and with less waste. You can choose between 18 recipes that you change every week. You can customize them, swap out your proteins and your sides. So dinner can be however you like it to be. Me and Jamie sat there together and picked out our meals for this week. Literally, I'm not being dramatic. I just got an entire new box at my door right before we recorded the podcast. Are you excited to open it? I'm so excited because last week's meals were unreal amazing. They are so yummy. They are literally so good. You get everything that you want in your weekly order and you can even add in extras now like garlic bread and vanilla cheesecake. Oh, that's my love language. I was literally about to say Jamie's favorite. Every plate is literally my favorite meals for the whole family. Even our picky eating toddler enjoys them. Get your first box for just $149 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code codependent149. Get started with every plate for just $149 per meal on your first box. Go to everyplate.com and enter code codependent149. That is up to $110 value. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Okay, jumping right back into it. Would you rather know if somebody's talking crap about you or not? Like, if somebody... Yes. Like, if you were, like, hanging out with a friend, like, oh, this person said this about you, would you rather know or would you rather, like, ignorance is bliss? I don't know. Part of me would rather know. But on the other hand, when I find that out, I am, like, like, literally, I hate that person. That's what I was going to say. And I never care to see them again. See, that's what I was going to say about you because I feel like that sucks, like, when you get into a fight with, like, a boyfriend and you tell your family, like... This person, my boyfriend did this, but then you guys get back together and it's like your family automatically hates him. Yeah, completely. And it's kind of the same idea of like you you just automatically dislike that person for saying something about yeah. you when also you don't really know what the truth is. No, completely. Because what if there is another side to the story? Yeah. But automatically you're just angry. You just go to like, I hate them. Would you confront the person first or would you automatically just go to I No, I automatically just say I hate you and I never talk to them again. I'm dead. <laughs> I like, I'm not even like scared of confrontation, but to me, it's like, it's not even worth the com- confrontation because especially if I know the person and I know like how they are and like somebody tells me something, I'm like, okay, especially somebody I trust. I'm like, okay, I believe that they would say that. Like I know how they are and I've heard them say similar things about other people. Like, so I know that that's true. So bye. Is there a red flag to you when like your friends are gossiping a ton about other people? And then they like go and hang out with them. Oh, for sure. Like, I think it's hard because I mean, you and I have caught ourselves in that situation where we vented to somebody about somebody else. And then we end up like figuring it out, fixing it. We come up with a solution. Just like the boyfriend scenario. And then we hang out with them and then it becomes really messy because then people are like, oh, you said this about them, but now you're hanging out with them and that looks two-faced. And so I think you have to be super careful. I was going to say, I think at like our age too gossip spreads so fast because I feel like also in our little town of Gilbert everybody knows everybody yeah and unless you really truly at least like everybody knows the groups completely yeah so you like know of somebody that knows of somebody else yep exactly and so you have to be super careful about what you say and who you say it to and you have to like know that person enough to like trust them if there is something that you feel like you want to tell them and like like you said venting versus gossiping would you would you like rather confront somebody like what do you I 100% would confront somebody every yeah. single day because I want to believe the best in somebody. That's just my yes. personality trait. And so like I would want to believe there's another side of the story and that they didn't say that. Yes. So I always feel like I give the benefit of a doubt. Like I'm always like you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. And there's been multiple times where I've confronted somebody and they've been like, yeah, I've said that. But what if they say, no, I never said anything like that. Do you believe them or do you like, oh, I think I that's like a gut you. feeling. I think that's a feeling also of knowing who was saying what about who? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, if if you came to me and said anything, somebody said anything about me, automatically, automatically I would believe you. I wouldn't even yeah. confront the person. No. But if it was a friend that, like, I maybe was wishy-washy with, like. Like, you didn't know. I you didn't know if, like, they would maybe say that or not. Exactly. You, like, want to give them, give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I, and that's I, me. Like, if it's something stupid, I'm like, okay, I don't believe that. Or, like, that gossip wasn't enough where it actually hurt my feelings. Like, yeah. I feel like any gossip hurts my feelings. Yeah. There's like certain things where I'm like, okay, I don't care. Like, 
what would be an instance that you said you didn't care? If it wasn't like a personal dig at like who I am, like to my core, who I am as a mom, who I am as a friend. Like if it was like Jamie did this and like it really annoyed me. Okay. Okay. Or like Jamie posted this and it was stupid. Okay. Like that doesn't hurt me to my core. Whereas like if somebody digs apart like who I am or what I like, what I feel like I am or what I portray, like that's where I'm like, screw off. I'm not your friend anymore. I get that. Or if it has anything to do with motherhood. For oh, me, if it's yeah. Any ounce of anything about me being a mom, like you're done. No, you're I'm literally a good, I'm done. a great mom. I know I'm a great mom. If you start to doubt yourself as a mom because other people doubt you as a mom, like, no. Well, I was going to say, it. it's your biggest insecurities that people are talking about that hurt the worst. Like, yes. if somebody was talking about me and how I wasn't good enough or they wanted to leave me out or like the things I'm most insecure about. Like Kendall, our sister. Yes. She, we talked about this on our episode. She knows how to freaking push my buttons. Yes. So she knows exactly what to say that I would be set off. And yep. I feel like some of my friends know that as well. They can, and, yeah. And they use that almost to make me upset. Yes. Maybe not my friends. Maybe actually like my frenemies or like the people that yes. don't like me. Yes. They can just use your, your weaknesses to hurt you. To hurt you, yeah. And that is like sad. That Because it's like when you like trust somebody and tell them things that make you insecure and then they turn around and use that against you, to me automatically like no. When I stop being friends with somebody, the very, very first thing I think of is they're going to tell everybody my secrets. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's a natural human thing to be like, what did I tell them that they now like have leverage over me? Yeah. Which is, so, which is so scary. And that's like, so sad. And that's a it's sad, sad that we, scary feeling As to women, have. that we do that. Like, for me, I'm like, women should always lift each other up. Women should always empower each other. We have so many stereotypes as, as women to be gossipy, to spread rumors, to be competitive with one another. And I feel like a lot of that happens when you stop being friends with somebody. Yeah. And then... It just like it makes women look bad as a whole. Why can't we just be like, okay, we're not vibing as friends anymore. I I realize that. I see it happening. I see that we're like the red flags are popping up. And yeah. like we just don't vibe. And yeah. you know what? That's okay. That's okay. But I respect you as a person and I respect our friendship of what it used to be. To never like go out and have to tell people other people's secrets. Exactly. Yeah. That I really felt like we had such a good friendship at one point that I would never But you go, would still value that and later would, on. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like that's like a lot of like feminism and a lot of like women empowering women that we don't need to ever go behind one another's backs. Women already have so many things that we have to worry about as moms, wives, friends, sisters, as all these different things. The last thing that women need is to worry about what other people are saying behind their back. Like yeah. I know my mom personally was like very victimized, like when we were younger, like she had a lot of people that were spreading rumors about her, spreading rumors about her success, about who she was as a person, who she was as a mom. And like that destroyed our mom. Yeah. Like no. she literally wanted to get out of Prescott because of rumors that were being spread about her and yeah. gossiped. And it was most of the time out of jealousy. And I feel like that's a lot of the time where gossip and rumors kind of start. It's because that, some, and that's the stuff yeah. that doesn't get to me. Like the, the like jealousy things that I'm like, okay, like, you're, you can look at it and you can say that's because you're jealous. That's because you're jealous. And like, that's your own insecurity. And like, I'm really sorry. I like, I feel actually, I feel bad. I'm like, I'm really sorry that you feel like that. You and definitely do have that attribute. And it's very impressive that you can just like separate the two things. You yes. can separate between like, they don't like me and it's their own insecurity. That's like their own thing. And like, so it doesn't, I can like not let that offend me. 
It still offends me. But which is, I mean, it's hard. Like, I think that that's where gossip is like really hard because it can turn into that. If you like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like so hard. But also I do feel like there are productive yes. things about gossiping. Yeah. Maybe not productive. That's the wrong word. But like it, like you said, it can bond, it can bond you to know that you feel the same way or not even to know that you feel the same way, but just to feel like you're trusted. Completely. Even if you say nothing negative yeah. whatsoever, even if you're talking to somebody you're like, I'm really annoyed. This really pissed me off. I'm so bugged. They did this, this, and this. And the other person's like, you're valid in feeling that way. Your feelings are valid. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, like I've been annoyed once too. Exactly. You don't have to say anything negative about that person. But just to hear that somebody understands and that I'm not feeling, like I'm my feelings are valid. I think that's where it, gossip makes it's a little bit more productive because it's like yeah your feelings are valid exactly not I think that person's horrible or I'm annoyed that person too but just like your feelings are valid you don't have to say anything negative just like I don't think in gossip you even have to say something negative yeah you could just be telling a story of something that had happened that happened to you and maybe you had negative feelings with it and you're portraying it in a negative manner yeah and that's why I think you need to like you're just careful with who you're venting to versus like who you actually like want to talk to about something. I feel like gossip definitely hurts worse when it's a family or friend. Oh, for sure. I remember when we if were. If random people on the internet are like, oh, Jamie did this and that was stupid. I'm like, okay, okay F off. I'm never going to see you. I remember when we were in high school, um, it was when Kendall was like kind of starting to come out as lesbian. And I, ha- a boyfriend had asked me, is Kendall lesbian? And I said something along the lines. I didn't say yes or no. I just said, I that's her story to tell yes or like her something along those lines of like I don't know she's never specifically told me but if she comes out I'll support her like something along those lines of like she's never blatantly told me but you weren't also saying no because I was like kind of knew because I kind of knew yeah exactly and it was a boyfriend and so I trusted him yeah and I thought he was just like asking me about my life he twisted it completely and told people that I said that she was gay and Kendall came to me crying that was like the first time I like felt so bad because I'm like, I wasn't trying. You like hurt somebody without. Intentionally hurting them. Realizing. And Kendall was like, you are talking crap about me being gay, which was her biggest insecurity at the time. Yeah. And I would never. Would Literally never. never. And so it hurt me that I hurt her without knowing I hurt her. And that that's gossip too. Yeah. Like unintentionally saying something that can hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. Like. I would never in a million years. But that wasn't you gossiping. That was him him gossiping. But I said something about her. Yeah. Which is gossiping. Yeah. I I wouldn't, I never meant it to be negative, but we were talking about her, which is technically gossiping. Yeah. Talking about her when she wasn't there. Talking about her when she wasn't there. Exactly. If you wouldn't say it to their face, it's gossiping. Yeah, it's true. But would you say that to her face? I feel like you would have. I would have. And that's what I told her. Yeah. But she's like, you can say it to my face, but don't say it to other people. I get that. The story got very twisted. Yes. And he had, he literally told people that I told him that Kendall told me she was gay. Like, which, cause he just wanted to like be firm that she was gay. And he wanted to like say that he heard it from you, which pop- is the best source. Bingo. Somebody yeah. probably said, you should ask your girlfriend if Kendall's gay. I have a sense that she is. And then, yeah. so he asked me and then told his friend. And because then, you didn't say no. Because I didn't say, you know, it meant yes. Yeah. So that is scary how yeah. twisted gossip can become and again and like quickly too quickly and that's why you just can't really trust anybody never go against the family never go against the family <laughs> literally no it's gossip is just tricky it's so hard do you feel like gossip's gotten worse or better since you've become older 
I think it's gotten different. Like in high school, I feel like gossip hurt in a different way because it was like it felt life ending it was literally felt life ending but it was mostly fake rumors like bingo I felt like those were the fakest rumors like ever literally this one stupid boy in high school started a rumor about me about freaking something we did together wasn't true literally wasn't true I could have destroyed his life and said he had the smallest wiener I've ever seen in my life could have destroyed him does he yes did I no literally no because I don't care enough. And what he said was not true. He was also literally a creep. Tried to have his friends look in the window at us. He like, was also very blatantly mean. Like, Oh, he was so... Like, I literally left... The, we had the entire... Literally the entire student section at a huge basketball game. And he was taking pictures of me on Snapchat. Sending them to every single person that was there. I saw it in front of me. Like, literally, people... Like teenagers like commit suicide over stuff like that. Like the whole school, even teachers were talking about it. It got really bad. Like so bad a rumor that he started about me because he was insecure insecure about something in himself. a small penis. Yeah. Sorry, bro. (laughs) I hope you listen to this. No, but. (laughs) I think he's in rehab if that tells you anything. (laughs) His friends are in rehab if if he's not. It's just sad. But it's sad because like. In high school, though, that felt like that was like so hard. That was like the worst thing that like the worst rumor that ever got spread about me was that. And so that kind of gossip, which literally was fake, was was really, really hard and not true. And it was not true. And I think that's the worst part about high school is that it's not usually true. Exactly. And there's usually a second side to the story. Like you said, that guy like was pressuring you to do things, too. And he was insecure about the fact that you said no. And before you could get out that he pressured you, he came out with something different. Yeah, and said it was something that I did or something I said. Exactly, to make the woman seem crazy. Exactly, always. Literally always. Literally always. But I feel like as an adult, it... It changes. It changes. Like you said, it becomes more of like a personal dig. In high school, it's like you're defending something that you didn't do or didn't say. Whereas like when you're an adult, it's like, Stuff that you have, stuff that you don't have, who you are, who you are as a mom, who you are as a wife. It's more like real life things. Like I've even heard people be like, oh, they like, not about me, but like, about like I've heard yes. other people say about other people, oh, they just use their credit cards. They literally have no money, but they portray that they do. And it's like, first of all, why the frick do you care? Who Second cares? of all, how do you know that? You Second literally all, do don't you know, know that. that. But yeah, I've heard that tons of times. I've heard, like, I feel like that's like one of the major things as an adult yes. that people say. Yeah. And it's just these crazy things that just get like blown up. Yes. And, and it is hard. I feel like it is really hard in our close like Gilbert mom society. Yeah. That if something gets said, everybody knows it basically. I, I feel like it's really hard too because I think that people, especially being on social media, people see what you're posting and it's a lot easier to be like, oh, I don't like that or oh look at what they did or look at what they have. They like, overanalyze. They overanalyze it. And I've caught myself overanalyzing. And I always have to take a step back and be like, oh my gosh, like it's not that big of a deal. Why am I thinking about it's this? It's not that big. Yeah, it's not that big. Like I'm overanalyzing They just this. bought a new car. It doesn't mean that yeah, they're like flaunting all their money around. Exactly. Like, like they're being, they're like happy and excited about this new thing they have. Yeah. Like, so it's so hard. It's so hard to like. Separate those two. Yeah. As an adult versus like a teen. I definitely was more heartbroken over things that were said about me as a teen. Yeah. Than as an adult. What do you think was like the worst? For me as a teen? Yeah. Like, do you remember? I guess maybe I'm wrong. I think I've been more hurt as an adult than I have as a teen. I was like wondering if you could think of an example. No. The biggest example I think of is that time that you were talking about with you. Yeah. 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 But 
I can't think of like any like big rumors that were spread about me in high school. Yeah. There was like definitely a little gossip here and there. Yeah. But I like, can't remember cares? like a really big thing that like destroyed me. Yes. I can think of things as an adult that have, but it's most, mostly stemmed from friendship. Yeah. Of like trusting somebody with like a lot of information you about are. myself and who I am and then it coming out as a very negative thing. Yep. And like I would like leave a party and people would be talking behind my back as a big group. Yeah. Like, which is like so weird as an adult, but that's like, that's like a thing. It's like still a thing. Also. And like the thing that you ever get away from that aren't going to tell you, like to me, the thing I always think of before I open my mouth is if this person heard that I said this about them, yeah. would they be, would they be upset? Would they be upset? And also how easy is it to get back to them? Yeah. There's a lot of the times where I, I think just, that's, I think that's like the nail on the head is like, yeah. W- could you, or would you say that to their face? And also, how likely is it that that this is going to get spun out of control and that this is going to get back to them? Spun out of control is a very good phrase because, like you said, like there's a there's a very fine line between venting, acting and like being annoyed, and then like gossip, hard gossip that would be so offensive if it came back to you, and like that you wouldn't ever want them to hear again. So then it becomes like I don't know. Sometimes it's better to just not say it. Or tell like your one single person that you trust. And like, to them. Or just talk to your husband about it. They're exactly, not going to gossip. They're not, they don't give a crap. My, I remember mom always telling us like, be careful who you say things to. I remember that being like a really big life lesson of my mom's. Like you have to be so careful of what you say and who you say it to. Yeah. Like, and I would be like, I'd like bring a friend home and mom would be like, I wouldn't talk to them about that. Or I wouldn't say that to them. Like my mom was very good at like, looking at somebody and being like you should trust them or you shouldn't trust them and like that's why when you came into our house my mom was like oh I love her just like a very trustworthy like person and it was very easy to tell that you were trustworthy completely whereas I feel like some girls it's just opposite of that like they're not trustworthy and everything that you tell them they're gonna go spin around and tell somebody and else tell somebody. yeah no I completely agree I also think that's why it's important to have a best friend that the gossip ends there Exactly. It's the snowball and it melts and it's gone. And it's gone. And it's more venting than it is gossip. Exactly. I I think over everything, I think of that. Yeah. Venting versus gossip. I do too. If you would not say it to their face and you'd be so embarrassed that they heard that you were saying that about them, don't say it. Yeah. Just keep your mouth shut. Don't Completely. say it. Go tell your husband. Completely. Go tell your sister who's not even friends with the person that you're talking about. Yeah. They, they don't even know. They don't even know. About. And it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Exactly. Find your gossip girl. Gossip girl. Gossip girls. Dude, I freaking love Here we are. Gossip ready to girl. Go. <laughs> Don't forget to join our Facebook group. Yes, there's been a lot going on there recently. Yeah, if you're not on our Facebook group, then where are you? Where are you at? Then where like, the, you at? Where are you at? <laughs> Literally, it's been so fun. It's been such a fun bonding tool. Yesterday, I was at North Italia for dinner with like all of our friends. And the bartender literally was like, Kenzie. I like look over. I'm like, who is it? And it was this literal adorable bartender ever. Like she was the cutest ever. And she was like, I was literally listening to the podcast on the way over here. Like I've DM'd you. I'm on our Facebook page. Like all this Aww. stuff. And I was just like, I love it. And the, when she said she was on our Facebook page, I was like, I feel more of a connection like to you. Like you're automatically one of my closest friends. You, I will gossip to you. I will, <laughs> I will gossip to nobody. I will gossip to um, nobody. But it's just so fun. It's such a fun way for me and Jamie to get to know you guys, to bond with you. Um, we love you guys. Yes, we do. We love you so much. And we're so excited for all of the episodes to come. We're so excited for our launch party. And 
Jamie, do you want to close this out? I kind of liked it last week. I am going to close it. Let's we do will it. see you guys next week on the Codependent Podcast. podcast. <laughs> Did you forget <laughs> your part? Guys, I forgot my part. Okay. Okay. Redo. You're going to get fired from this part if you can't do it correctly. I know. I really want to do it. Okay. I did a really bad job last week and I listened to it and I was very embarrassed on how bad I did. Like it takes a lot of effort to line up that last part. It does. Like it, it truly does. So I've been giving you not enough credit when I do the closing because I was off last week and it, I had, I had major anxiety. Thinking you could about hear it. it. You have kept hearing it over and over. Over and over. Okay, let's do it. I was like co and then you were like codependent. Like it was, it was It off. was bad. It was bad. So let's okay. close this out. We'll see you guys next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.